Good evening. Welcome to another live edition post-game show right here on the ONG Strike Zone. Brian Fulford, Kelvin Rozier, live from Ken Riley Field at Bragg Memorial Stadium. And uh, we got a 17-game winning streak going on here in this beautiful stadium as the Rattlers come up with another win. Finding a way to win might be the the theme of this contest as FAMU comes up with a 23-10 to 10 win over Alabama State, their second SWAT contest of the season. Kelvin, wow. Good to get a win at home, man. I tell you what, man. Even though it wasn't pretty, but we got a win. Who ain't SWAT if we ain't SWAT, baby? <laughs> We swag. We swag. This game was swag all the way. Every kind of way you can think of. The referee was swag. You know, the the the, the Florida game and the quarterback play was swag. It was a swag competition. <laughs> what is swag? What is swag? Yes. Yes, indeed, man. What is my theme music? Hey, look, I knew something was up when I looked at the point spread this morning. I rolled into Tallahassee. I saw what the point spread was, and I nearly fell over in my chair. 17 and a half points. I was like, what? Really? Vegas Vegas considers us more so. I didn't know what was more shocking. The fact that Vegas considered us 17-point favorites, and I know a lot of y'all do. Or they thought so little of Alabama State. And I think that, for me, was the bigger bigger play there is the fact that they thought so little of Alabama State that they were a 17-point underdog. And I, I I told you, I put the stat out there earlier. I said, look, that, that is not a good thing for us because FAMU uh, has not done very well as a uh, favorite of 17 points or more under Coach Simmons. I uh, went back and looked at the stats. We were one and three. ATS against the spread. Now we are one and four. Even though we tried at the end of the game. We tried to cover. So I look, I'm gonna give kudos to whoever was calling plays in the final minute of the ball game. We tried to cover and we should have covered had somebody not got called for holding. We almost ended up on TV though. Scott Van Pelt's bad beat. That was a bad beat. Uh, if you had Alabama State plus the 17 and a half. But, man, Kelvin, uh, so many so many ways to to go in this ballgame. You you just talked about um, the officiating and everything. First off, let, let's kind of – let's just kind of r- recap what was going on around here on campus. It's dark right now. As we look out the windows, it's dark. But I'll tell you, this place was buzzing when we pulled up on campus. I mean, I got on campus uh, – we both did maybe around two-ish – and it was way more people already on campus than there was last week for the home opener. 
what were your what were your take and impressions as we rolled up on campus? You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. So it was it was parents and weekends uh, this weekend. So there was that going on with a big uh, tailgate in the lawn. Pat, uh, then we had uh, also had Patty Foot, the spaces that were available for, for tailgating. So people came early for that. We had 100 recruits on campus. We had a volleyball game where we swept Alabama and m at two. So it was just a lot of activity that was going on today anyway. And the crowd was phenomenal. Um, you know, we I'm I don't know what the announced crowd was, but I think it was probably about twenty. Had to be eighteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight was the number. So say the number again. One eight eight five eight eighteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight, which was it's about a thousand more than what we had last week. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, a good crowd. A lot of people on campus. And um, but the energy was surprising to me, you know, inside the stadium. It took a while for this crowd to really get into the game. And, you know, we got off to a fast start, scored first drive. And then, you know, a sweat game broke out. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> I in, in my my role here today was uh, I was working with stat crew today. And so uh, I thought we – look, I'm trying to find it where it actually broke out. I, I got my notes here. Um, in that first quarter, so FAMU scored in the first offensive possession of the half, which in the first half, <laughs> that is three of four games now in which FAMU has scored in their opening offensive possession of the game. And if you include this halves in general, including and what I'm saying is, and you include the second half last week, FAMU is four for four, leading off a half. You know, I'm, I'm, I may be catching some that's semantic stuff, whatever. But, but anyway, I like the fact that we came down the field on our opening offensive possession and marched uh, march right down the field. I'm going to pull that drive summary up here, that opening drive summary here, um, where we marched down the field from our own six-yard line. I mean, first off, let's start there. The fact that we started on our own six-yard line and marched night yards down the field in seven minutes and 14 seconds. And uh, it was a Jerry Musa pass to Marcus Riley, 24-yard touchdown. Uh, Cameron Gillis came on with the extra point. That was good. I, I was really impressed by the opening drive. Your, your thoughts about what you saw there at the beginning? We needed to get off to a fast start, and I thought that would set the tone for the game. And we got off to a fast start. You know, I was asked a question prior to the kickoff. Did we did I think we would get off to a slower fast start? And I said a fast start. So I was optimistic after that first drive. But you know, you look at our kickoff coverage and that and that first slant. I will say that that Keyshawn Johnson guy, he's a player. Yeah. We, <laughs> now why we kept giving him the, the the inside so he could get that uh slant. I mean, it killed us on that play. I mean he 
probably had about nine or ten catches for 115 yards or so. Uh, but he's a good looking kid. He he's he's got some pro potential, I think. Hey, what what's that the kids say? Uh he is him. And and he's got a heck of a name too. Eight receptions, 112 yards. Um I you know, I can't re- I think one of the prettiest plays he made was on a ball that looked like it was being thrown out of bounds. And he went up and and snagged it on the sideline. And I you know, man, I don't know what it looked like on TV, but just looking at it from up in the press box area, the quarterback was definitely being pressured, and it kind of looked like he was throwing the ball away. And, and no, I mean Johnson just went up and snagged it, and so uh, every he made tough catches. And so, you know, I don't know the, our, our DBs had their hands full today. Uh, I know, I know, uh, I know a lot of you probably your own text threads and the chat rooms and the boards were going nuts watching our secondary. But look that. We did good to keep him out of the end zone because it just seemed like they were just breaking off yardage runs. Um, look at the average yards per catch. Johnson had 14 yards per catch. Um, number 10 uh, for them, Isaiah Scott, he had 16 yards per catch. And number 85, who ended up scoring that touchdown, that, geez, man, I tell you, he was 28 yards per catch. Um, so, I mean, they were just making big plays. It, it just seemed like at, on us. Um, but after we scored that touchdown, the defense holds, forces the three and out. We get the ball back. Um, trying to go here to the drive chart, and then probably the, what will what will go down as a very controversial play happen. Um, well, again, we started our second offensive drive on our own nine-yard nine line. Pushed the ball into Alabama State territory. And what happened was the officials, there was a play in which Musa passes to, to Yant. Yant clearly didn't catch the ball. I mean, first off, it was a forward pass. Yant didn't catch the ball. Hit him in his hands, but he dropped it. Alabama State scooped it up and started running the other way. And, and for some reason, the officials were confused. I, I, I don't know how they thought that was a catch and a fumble. I, I have no idea how they thought that. I mean, I'm sure as hell can't think that they thought that was a lateral. But they they gave it to – I mean, we're just sitting there watching, like, what are they doing? So they uh, they ended up reversing the call. They had to actually go to replay and reverse it. I mean, you had – Kelvin, tell you, tell the truth. I was scared because I saw the offense come off the field. And I sat there and I'm thinking, guys, I, you, you do know that was an incomplete pass. I mean, it was like they were even somewhat faked out by the, all of what was going on, trying to figure out, hey, did this play just really happen? And so after the call was reversed, somehow that was a first down play, right? The second – for for some reason, the 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 the, the sideline had had messed up on the um, on the on the side marker on the Alabama State side, and somewhere between second down, we uh, we, we didn't really complete anything on second down, so we had a 
what was coming up to be third down, but the yard marker was showing fourth down. And so after a short discussion, uh, Coach Simmons was was told that the – what did he say in the post-game presser? That the um, the the official on the field – there, he, he said that the review, the 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 review folks in the stands was keeping track of the yard markers. I mean, up in the press box, so they weren't keeping track of the yard marker on the field on the field. Which I, I mean, the downs on the field. I, I I've not heard that. I, as far as I know, you always have a guy uh, on the field who keeps tracks of the uh, downs and distance. So. But what's crazy is we were the official. But it, but this is no swag, one, no, man. That's what no I'm saying. One, it was a swag no game. Asked, no one asked the official stats people. No no one asked their, hey, the, the official, hey, go over and ask the stat people. What down are we on? We clearly had third down, but they had fourth. On everybody the in the stands knew it, too. I mean. Everybody, yes, everyone knew it. but I, Nobody was confused except the officials. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and the one guy who was on the field, I guess somehow he didn't he didn't turn over to play uh properly but anyway what what happened is we we end up you see Jeremy Musa end up pooch punting and I thought that worried me because I was thinking damn that was a drive that we I mean you talk about coming to hitting somebody in the mouth if, if we would have scored starting from our own six and then starting from our own nine because that drive was moving we should have scored on that drive I, I mean who knows what 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 the rest of that game Looks like, um, but Moose end up pooch punting, and um, and then Alabama State went on a twelve play drive, sixty eight yards, ended up getting a field goal as the first to second quarter changeover happened. They um, ate up the clock on that they, on that drive too. We really didn't have many possessions in the first half, so it's a good strategy by them and. And probably we were a little too conservative on defense on our part, but our offense did go three and out uh, multiple times, also. Yeah, no, you're right. We um, we we actually only had four. I'm counting them here. I think we only had four offensive possessions. No, five. Uh, one, two. Three, four, yeah, four or five, but yeah, they they um they they lulled us to sleep a little bit there. Um, we did end up scoring a little bit later though. Uh, in the uh, second quarter, with about a minute and eighteen to play, we finally got up going on a seven play, seventy seven yard drive, another touchdown pass, a beautiful throw from Musa to uh, Jamari Gassett, thirty six yards. For uh, his second touchdown pass, Gassett's first touchdown reception of the day, and we're up fourteen to three going into halftime. Um, first, first half observations were what, Kelvin? Just pedestrian. I mean, you know, we love. We didn't have any possessions. I I thought our defense was a little too conservative. And the one guy you didn't want you to, you didn't want to beat you was a uh, Keyshawn J- Johnson. So you would have thought we would have kind of played press up front because he's a physical guy too. They tried to play him. Um, they gave him a cushion, and you can't let a guy, a, a elite receiver, get off the line without no bump multiple times. And then he was getting the inside. 
quarterback wasn't very good, but I mean, you you gave him the easy throws. You know, you you should have made him try to throw the ball ball more outside and and, and, and down the field versus uh, that slant. That's the easiest pass in football. So, you know, I felt a little frustrated, man, um, with our execution. But we're we're up. It's a home game, so. Yeah, um, before we get into the second half, let me hit up a few of the guys who uh, have checked in already. Uh, Tony checking in. Uh, already worried? You're already worried, huh? We're not going to go undefeated in SWAC play. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's a long road. I mean, these next three games are – Not being paranoid, you know. You know, I, I, Alcorn went down at home today against Prairie View. The, the, the West is, is anybody's – to, to get there, there's going to be three or four losses. You're right. When we go on a road, which we finna go on a road three times in a row, you know, we hopefully we'll find a way to come together and play a cleaner game. But you know, right now we four games in, we just haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, good to see. But you I'm too. not going to hit the panic button. We winning. No, no, we and look, we knew like like you said, I I knew Alabama State was going to play us tough. Um, we we all should have. We all should have expected that. Um, I, they they played us tough last year, and look, their defense is. Uh, we we talked about their defense coming into this contest, right? I mean, let's let's keep it real. Their defense was, um, I I thought very formidable. I thought it was really formidable. How many yards? How many yards offense we had? About four hundred yards, right? Uh, total, total yards, total yards. And, uh, and, and we missed, we missed, we dropped a touchdown. Riley dropped a, a, a wide open touchdown. We had a lot of drops today from our receivers, man. The tight end, uh, goes dropped the easy first down. So I, I don't know what was going on. Then, you know, Yance fumbles. It, to me, it was less about their defense. We moved the ball, but we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. It was about us. It wasn't about them. We had 61 plays, total of 353 yards. They had 61 plays, 303 yards. That's total. Um, yards per play, we were 5.79. They were just under five at 4.97. Uh, first downs, we had uh, 22. They had 13. Um, rushing yards, uh, we only had 59 rushing yards. They had 14. Um, the, the passing game was pretty much even for both teams. We had 294 yards. Uh, they had 289. So uh, I, I think the, the – the So so I guess my, my point still stands. It, 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 their defense is not garbage, all right? They, they were coming in number one, but I wouldn't call them elite neither. Um, I didn't say elite. I didn't, their, I defense, elite. their defense had nothing to do with the, the drop passes. At all, no. and, and and some of our lack of execution. I give them credit for the the fumble yance. They they stripped it from them, so they, they called that one. But yeah, they did. And uh, Musa had a fumble. Um, yeah, which that was that too was another strip. Yeah. Uh, they did. <clears throat> they do a good job of they. That's yeah. one of those things you could tell they they practice and work on that because they really did a good job of stripping uh, the ball. Um. And even was the uh, what was the play 
the play where, uh, well, I don't know. They they credit Musa with this fumble, but I'm trying to recall what was the what was the play on the sideline? Was that was that actually Jaquez when it was thrown to the sideline? And the play never got blown dead. Everybody was standing around. Almost you had a play similar to, to what you saw in the NFL uh, in, in one of those weeks where the guy standing around with the ball, not really knowing what to do, and then a defender just comes and strips the ball out of his hands. And next minute, you know, <clears throat> you know it's a turnover. Uh, was that Yant? So I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyway, the um, time of possession, we we dominated the time of possession, 36 minutes to their 23 minutes. So uh, that part, you know, we, we did own. We had uh, we had eight penalties, 67 yards. They had 12 for 93. Uh, the two fumbles lost. Uh, they fumbled the ball three times, didn't lose any of them. Third down efficiency, We they uh, Alabama State was four of 15 on third down. We were five of 12. Uh, they were two of four on fourth down, one of one. Um, he plays that caught me, uh, Kelvin, here. I'll go to one was uh, they were backed up into a third. No, second and 30, 34. 34. Yeah. Second and 34. And in two plays. Uh Two plays, they score. Uh, they they um, um, they get a first down. Now, fortunately, we ended up getting them to um, punt a few plays later. But man, I tell you, that's that's uh, yeah. Tony asking, where was the running game tonight? Mm. Yeah, that was tough. going through uh adding some more watch there as we go into the second half kelvin and i'll i'll do a little scan in here of some of the comments from folks well in in terms of the running game we just not a creative enough and we're not good talented enough to just line up and run um i like to see some two tight end sets some two back sets some old-fashioned kind of football but you know that's not what we're going to get then we don't have a dual three quarterback there were several times Musa could have run and he chose not to. And he's just and, and I know that's the way coaches coaching him anyway. Um, but I just think of having a dual threat would add a dimension to this offense and kind of freshen it up. I like to at least see him um have uh, some wildcats or uh, some plays for junior just to change up the pace of our offense from time to time. Because what we're doing right now, we four games in. At it. My, 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 my thing, the way I look at it, we're four games in. We're winning. But, you know, teams got film on us now. And they and they know our tendencies, right? So, so they again, everybody's coming in trying to stop the run, uh, our run game, and forcing us to beat, them, beat us with the pass. And we just need a few more wrinkles, uh, I think, to, to – give teams more to prepare for. Yeah. Um, another key moment um, as I'm, as I'm trying to 
go through some of the individual stats here. Uh, Jeremy Musa finished 25 of 40 on the day. 294 passing yard, two touchdowns. Completion percentage, 62.5. That's the second consecutive week that uh, Jeremy's been in the um, uh, the plus 60% range. He was only sacked one time. Jamari Sharid led all receivers with nine catches, 72 yards. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt, four catches, 60 yards. Jamari Gassett, four catches, 56 yards, and the touchdown. Marcus Riley, two for 37, one touchdown, but boy, the 86-yard, what would have been an 86-yard touchdown play that went through his hands. I mean, it's a good thing we won because that's going to be one that ooh, he's going to be thinking about tonight. That was a tough one. Uh, that might have been one of – that might have been the best throw that Moose had all night because he put that ball right in the bread basket. He did. Running in stride. Riley was running in stride, and he, he just, did. He couldn't couldn't hold on to it. Um, uh, so you know that 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 one was a that one was a tough one to watch. Uh, Kamari Young, two catches, thirty yards. Uh, Manigo, we had a David Manigo sighting tonight. Two catches, twenty four yards. Didn't come into the second half. We probably should have. If he was gonna play, and I guess we he played more because we needed him to finish the game. But you know, to me, and I'm sure we'll probably do it next game. We're gonna need him to go ahead and step in. I, I, I'm gonna say this: I trust the guys who were with the team last year more at this point, from what I've seen, than the new additions. Jennings, Manigo. Uh, you know, those guys need to be starting and getting the reps off the bat. Those guys who transferred in, loving the dev, but let them get the let them let them, let them be the dev. Let them come in and get the reps. Well, remember what remember what coach. Well, I mean, remember what coach said. I mean, uh, Manigo's playing that spot that Dixon plays. Nick was one catch, eleven yards. I mean, you know, Nick was Nick was around last year. You know, just saying. I said what I said. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Terrell, Terrell Jennings, <laughs> one catch, four yards. Uh, rushing the ball, Jacquez Yant was the leading rusher. Not much from the from the rushing uh, tote gang today. Yant was uh, seven attempts for a net 27. Jennings, nine for a net 13. Dean, two for a net 12. Marcus Riley, one for net eight. Nick Dixon, one for net eight. Uh, yeah, it's a miserable day running the ball. Um, but, you know, I think that's – there's. it's crazy that people respect FAMU's rushing game so much. I mean, the team that was the worst rushing team in the SWAC last year, but everybody respects FAMU's rushing game that now you've seen – you know, they're going to force Jeremy Moose. I, I don't know if so much they respect the rushing game. I, I just think they realize 
if they make us one dimensional, that's the one way they can stay in the game. If we run the ball and have hundred yard rushers, then we're indefensible. So what's easier for them to take away? They don't have quarterback. The quarterback play in the, in the swag is horrible. So they they can't practice against good quarterbacks and what we do in practice. But they get they can they can focus on the run and try to hope that we make some mistakes along the way, which we have shown that each game we will. So it's just a strategy. I don't think they respect that running game that much. I think that's just from a technical standpoint, that's a smart way to play us. Um what did you not like about the way we played Keyshawn? You know, I I think uh or, or how what 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 could we have done differently? Because I thought Alabama State moved him around. We saw him on the outside, I saw him in the slot sometimes. How would you assess it's how real simple, Brian? It, it ain't it ain't the football is as much as folks want to believe, you know, I, unfortunately, sometimes coaches fall into this trap. It's about their S's and O's. No, it's about the Henry's and Joe's. All right, Keyshawn is an elite receiver. He's the only guy that really on the offensive side, on the offensive side of the ball, that can hurt you consistently. So what you do, you put a safety on him, or somebody to muscle him up because he's a pretty physical guy. He was throwing on. Uh, uh, Winston, 15 down. He was wearing out number eight. Eric Smith, who's too, too small, right, or too thin. So you put a safety on the gym, I'm off the line. Don't let him get off the line clean. That's the first thing. You can't let a elite receiver get off the line clean. He, we're letting him get off the line clean, giving him seven, eight-yard cushions. And then when he catches the ball in space, he turns into a runner. So now, you know, you know, you got to tackle well. And I just thought, we gave the easy easy passes. When you know you got a quarterback who struggles with passing the ball, you want to take his first reads away. You want to take the easiest reads away, right? You want to take away the slants. That's the easiest pass in football. Make him throw, you know, the outs and the, in the which are more dangerous, and then the, the the goals which are more high risk. But you put a safety over the top on Keyshawn. You know, you double him and force somebody else to beat you. I mean, they first two three drives, man. They all it was doing a bunch receivers three four people over there sometimes they were running running back from outside the backfield to where the bunch was and they were just throwing over there and we were only having one guy up safety in the back and then maybe an outside linebacker step over a little bit but they got the numbers and the angles on them. and you know they you know they first fit where they scored a field goal and they and they first drives man they were just simple passes but they were effective because of how we were scheming, scheming them, you know, I just thought at some point I kind of understand what the coach's mindset is. I don't think, I don't know if they think that we got man type corners, but we ain't playing um, Peyton Manning out there though. <laughs> I mean, we playing some pretty bad quarterbacks. So I, I would love to see us uh, take a little more risk and just keep the safeties on the back end. I think we'll create more turnovers that way, which kind of what happened when, on, on a game clinching play. You know, we got pressure up front. You know, we, we, we you know, Isaiah Major jumped the route that they've been, they have been running on, and he even said it on, on the presser. 
Post he jumped around that dead ass scene two or three times or multiple times that that hurt us the whole game. And and of course it turned into a pick six. So yeah, the uh that was a, a, a scoreless fourth quarter by FAMU. Uh started with a uh, Cameron Gillis field goal of 34 yards with 634 to play. That that pretty much pushed it to 17 to 10. I mean, the one Alabama State score came in what probably should have been an interception or a deflection, uh, but a good, you know, uh, Asa Gregg did a good job of the tip drill. That's why you do. That's why you do the tip drill. That, right? That's why. That's why those guys on defense. We had two defenders, <laughs> both tip it up. Neither one to grab the ball. Neither one knocked it down. And of course, it pops up to a receiver who has a free run to the end zone. Free run to the end zone, 47 yards. Alabama State's 14 to 10 at that point. Um, and, and, and you know, it's crazy. That just talks about our defense, right? Our def- Even with – there were a couple moments when Alabama State went for it on fourth down when I think they passed up on field goals thinking they could get a yard. And they had two – Two of their fourth downs were real questionable. I'm like, the, I don't understand the play calling and what they were doing there. But just our defense. Our defense, when it's time to shine, and our defense, when it's time to, to get a stop, they got stops. And um, and then, of course, you know, the, the fourth quarter, uh, we took over. The third quarter is probably our worst quarter, looking at it statistically. Um, it just wasn't a, wasn't a good third quarter at all. Um, but again. Like the difference between our team and everybody else in the swag is going to be we have a defense we can lean on to make plays and you're just not going to, over a course of a game, drive the ball consistently on them one, more than once or twice. You know, you have to have a lucky play like the touchdown that they did get with the, the, the double bat and stuff like that and penalties uh, because this defense, while they will give up some – plays they're more they're bend and break type defense they you know you, you just consistently you know they're not they're, they're not going to give up plays and, they, and they're going to make plays the other part you know you might get a good play i mean it was several several times we, they were inside the 40 or on the plus side of the field and then we'll get a sack tackle for loss so um you know this defense is just it's gonna have to be our calling card because you know we got what we got, but it's a swag win. We two up on everybody, you know. What are two our two top contenders in the East? You know, we've got we beat Jackson State, we beat Alabama State. So essentially, we two up on both of them. So we really have to fall on our face on the road for a team to get back into it. So hopefully, you know, we'll go back. We got Valley in Valley next week. Um, is a game that we could pull away from, but you know, who knows? We just have to take them week by week, baby. Week by week, you said it. Um, so yeah, fi- defense, uh, yeah, de- defense travels. Yeah, it, it look, it's definitely gonna have to travel because the, the next uh, three, three road games over the next yeah. four weeks, uh, where we go to Valley, then we play Southern, have a bye week. And then play Texas Southern. Um, now, it, it was sad is we we scoreboard watch two of those three teams are not looking very good, pretty bad. 
Uh, and and Southern, Hopeful. yeah, I, you know, Southern has, I don't know what Southern is. You know, they're still finding themselves. So, got quarterback issues. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, this is look. Talk about quarterback issues. Here's Alabama State, right? They come in, start this game with a new quarterback, um, the young man uh, Damon Stewart, who he's a sophomore. You know, if you listen to our show. On Wednesday, uh, it was real close to the vest as terms of whether Stewart was going to get the call or whether they're going to go with D. Davis. Both of those guys are young. Davis and Stewart are both uh, sophomores or or redshirt sophomores. So young guys. And uh, I thought Stewart did a good job for – I did too. I I did too. I think if they stick with him and and let him get some reps in, they'll have a chance to run the table, I think. Yeah, with well, their defense. Yeah, I was gonna say with, with their defense, that's gonna keep them in games because you know right now we look across the conference and and the offenses are 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 pretty rough. Right. Bad. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Any uh, just a they're swish. Yeah. The um, let's see, let's see, real quick here, just kind of a quick little peek around the SWAC. If you if you didn't know already, of course, uh, Valley lost to North Carolina Central, forty-five to three. Grambling at home beat Texas Southern. No Andrew Body, still for Texas Southern. They won thirty-five to twenty-three. Prairie View. Wins in the fourth quarter on the road at Alcorn, twenty-three to twenty. So now Prairie View is unbeaten, two and zero in the SWAC West. Uh, but don't. Uh-huh. They had a lead. Yeah, they were up nine eight at a half, I believe. Okay, ended up losing twenty-two to sixteen. And then, of course, on Thursday night, you had Alabama A&M 34-21 over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, So the Rattlers are on the road to uh, Mississippi Valley State. Um, Yes. uh, Yeah, Doc, with a great note here. Be careful reviewing scores and not watching games um, down the road. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's a great point, Doc. Great point. Don't just scoreboard watch because, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, okay. Y'all, what your record say you are? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, Tamara, Tamara, we, we're going to be, uh, when we come out, we're going to be over by the, uh, over by the, uh, west the, side. West side, the west side where the, um, where the, um, the elevator is where the elevators are, and uh, maybe Sam, Sam Sam's still gonna be out there. Hopefully, uh, he was there when we came up. I don't know. We'll see. All right, all right. If if you saw anybody saw the pictures online, uh, Doctor McClellan, the commissioner of the uh, of the SWAT, came through, got himself a you know some of that some of that good good uh, the good uh, the good uh, roasted roasted smoked pig that. Uh, that um, Sam was uh, hooking up. I'm mean, good stuff, man. Doc was uh, Doc was very 
very um uh had a lot of praise for for the famu atmosphere and environment which you know why would you why would you mess with it you know why would you mess with this that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say you know but uh it was good to see uh dr mcclellan come through um so let's see anything else any other any other thoughts I, let me say can i can i I, I got to rant on something here for a second. Go ahead. I, think, I think we're still working on the actual game day environment. When you go to, and and I, you know, I have to do stock. I go to so many FAMU games. I don't get to go to a lot of other college stadiums. You know, I do know what goes on at pro stadiums, right? But here at Bragg, where you have the hundred, and then when you have your visiting band, Alabama State come in, at one point in time, there was so much going on in the stadium. You got the, the video board playing a commercial. You got the 100 playing, the, the, the marching hornets playing. You got the DJ. It, it's at, I don't know how some of y'all feel about it, but I think today I was kind of like, it's a bit much. It's a lot going on in the stadium, you know, I, and I was, I'm there working, but I don't know how, you know, I, are we, are you concentrating on the game? Are you able to concentrate on the game? Um, I, I, just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I got to really think about it for, I don't know how, how it comes across on TV. Like I, I, I see some of you Yo. chat. <laughs> I, I, I hey, see some of your hey, we, hey, we owe. I, I shouldn't say you are we owe, man. You know, yeah, okay. the, you know, we traditionalists. We you know, used to the bands kind of being what drives the stands. Here, the DJ actually, the students respond a lot more, and and the fans respond quite quite well to the DJ. You know, loose kid. He's been around for a long time. He does a good job, frankly, in in terms of what he plays and he. He really gets the participation going, which is when you see a lot of the viral videos at the game. It's when he's when he's doing his thing. So, uh, but I, I agree with you. Um, I, 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 as a traditionalist, I, I miss some of the back in you know the, the bands pageantry. But uh, you know, here's where here's I don't where know. I, I don't know. If we a band stand, you know. Uh, I mean, a stand well, I, band, you know. And, and to see, be, that, just that's be honest. Part that that's part of it. I don't think we we don't. There's a way that you play, which sort of incorporates with the with the with the with the mood of the game and what we're doing. You know, it's like if we get a first down, do we have anything traditional that? Hey, we got a first down. What's our up tempo beat? Uh, or hey, it's third down. Do we do anything that? Signals third down. I mean, you rely on the announcer to go. It's third down, and then, then, and then comes the horn or a line. I think that should, look. If I had to rewrite the script, I'd rewrite the script a couple ways. But maybe instead of that, maybe we need a bell or a fire alarm. But I don't know something to get the crowd juiced up and amped up on third down plays. Um, I missed the cannon scored. I thought the ROC 
Keith Cannon might make an appearance. We had a pregame fireworks show. I missed the, I missed the cannon. Yeah, I was anticipating the cannons to be here, man. I, you know, where's the kaboom? I mean, we need <laughs> it have been a kaboom to rock this stadium. No kaboom. I don't know if it'll ever come back. I I I I, I fear we may go an entire season with no boom. Um I know a lot of you commenting about what you can hear. I'll tell you this. If I got a feeling that the mics from the uh, TV are because the Alabama State band is closer to the uh, the broadcast booth, maybe even where a couple of cameras are. Maybe you're picking up the ASU band and their folks a little more on the TV broadcast. Then again, I I don't know if the hundred was playing as much, you know. I, I put like this: the the hundred was not playing more than the the commercials on the video board and the DJ. I put it like that. I, in my opinion, if I had to do a, you know, maybe that's something I'll. Nah, I won't do that. Homecoming that'd be too much. Wait till homecoming. Homecoming is gonna be fire there's gonna be stuff everywhere going on i mean you don't feel like you at a, a nightclub um but i don't know that that's just my rant that's my rant my rant <laughs> my rant is over uh i see some of y'all in the comments i'm gonna go read them here in a second but but anything you want to rant on i see somebody had asked uh who was it kenya hold on where is it at <laughs> can you ask any, any any belts coming out uh, Kelvin, any any belts coming out after today? Yeah, I think the Swag Refs gonna have to get some. Of this. <laughs> I believe the, I believe Swag's Refs gonna have to get get a belt. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely uh, they they definitely might need to get the belt at, for some of this stuff today. I mean, and with the commissioner in the building, not a, not a good look, not a good look at all. Um, but you know they'll. Thankfully we did thankfully we didn't lose. And that, that was the one thing even Coach Simmons said in the post game. Thankfully, we still won in spite of some things. But uh yeah, we 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 we're gonna hold if we're gonna hold the referees to a high standard, man, I it was tough. It was tough, but hey, uh, they they can be better. They can be better. Three and one, baby, three and one. Three and one. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Uh, three and one. And so uh, now we get ready and we, we move on to Mississippi Valley State uh, again. Uh, the last two years, high expectation in terms of, you know, I, I like to look at everything in terms of of the spread and what the points expectation is. Point expectation is probably going to be high again. And I just caution you again. We're family is now. Well, what I say, we're now one in four. If the spread is over 17 points and two of those most recently have been against Valley. So I, all I'm going to say is if they had Alabama state as a 17 point underdog, I got a feeling we might be 21 point favorites going to Valley. And that I look, maybe, maybe they just, maybe. they just lost the central 45 six. So I, central put up 45. They offense and, and Delta state put up 35 last week on them. So, so I ain't gonna make no excuses. So, so the expectation is go on the road, and we should be able to put up at least what forty. 
I mean, you're ranked FC, FCS team, right? That's got a bunch of seniors, got 40 plus seniors. Number one in black college football. You should you should have expectations when you got all that, right? We should. Hopefully yes, we we'll should. put it together. I'm I'm waiting on it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, just a reminder. Um, shout out to our volleyball program, by the way. Want to give them a shout out. Uh, they got a win today, uh, 3-0 sweep over Alabama AM. Of course, they lost, or uh unfortunately they lost, I should say, to Alabama State on Friday night, uh, three one. So, you know, once again, we gotta our volleyball, our volleyball ladies, they, they're gonna have to uh, get a win streak going, and then when we see when we travel to Alabama State, we got to go steal that win back. So um, props to them, and uh, it's Valley Week, so that that game should be broadcast on Valley's <coughs> Valley's um, YouTube feed, the Mississippi Valley Sports Network. So um, be looking out for that, um, and we go from here. That's it. Hey, we're three and one. Uh, we'll chalk up the W. And uh, as as uh, great coach said, we're on the valley. On the valley. Kelvin, any, any any final words here so we can close out and go down there and get some more of this uh, pig roast that's down there? Well, hopefully it's still down there. Uh, but but hell, yeah, more than pig, I, I want some adult beverages at this point. <laughs> I can, That's yeah. my word for the day. <laughs> I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Uh, but overall, good job today by uh Coach Simmons and the team. Thanks to everybody, uh, FAMU Athletics, uh, everyone who helped made today a great night. Hopefully, a lot of the uh parents and families who came. They enjoyed the game again. The final number, 18,858. Uh, halftime performance. I, I think we won the halftime. I, 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 I'm just saying. I mean, you guys tell me. I mean, we, I think we won the halftime show. If you didn't see the halftime show, go check it out. Uh, now, Alabama State put on a good show, but I think FAMU won it. I mean, come on now. If we, if we you know who I'm talking to here. We got to. We, we we should be. We there's should be, a difference. There's a difference, and this. Well, what what did Joe say? There's a difference between what in this experimental and excellence uh, experience, experimental and experience, <laughs> experimental and experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I thought uh, I thought the I thought the hundred did a good job, good show. Uh, hopefully, that's one of those shows that they submit into the uh, band of the year contest well I have, to, I have to ask some questions and find out when the first ranking is going to come up i got a feeling the first ranking will probably be coming out in another week if not this upcoming week the following week just a hunch just a thought so uh i almost got a penalty well yeah the halftime show did go long uh by about a couple minutes and uh I, but look, if the official wasn't calling a penalty on the DJ, then I don't know how he could call one on us for a halftime show. So I know, you know, I'm just saying. All right. What you saying? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get out of here. Let's pick up. Uh, you guys can always support the show. As you Red see. Cup time. <laughs> 
Red Cup time. Um, you guys can <laughs> support the show any number of ways. We appreciate you uh, not only sharing the show, hitting the thumbs up and the like button. Also, however you choose to support financially or however, it's all the donations are appreciated. Uh, we're going to plan to see uh, what we can do. We swag, baby. We swag. See what we can do in some of these upcoming games. And uh, we're planning for homecoming. We got three, four weeks to figure it out and figure out where we can do a live broadcast homecoming weekend and invite all of you guys to come around and be a part of the show. So that that's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. So just uh, just give you guys and let you guys know that. So, hey, thanks for watching tonight's post-game broadcast. Go ahead and share it with your people after it comes up or go back and watch the first half. Uh, any thoughts that you want to share, hit us up on X. Uh, you can also send an email in, ongstrikezone at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts and go from there. And that's going to do it. Make sure you uh, uh, follow the show. And uh, that will concludes tonight's post-game show live from Ken Riley Field at Bragg Memorial Stadium. Final score, Florida AM 23, Alabama State 10. Fangs up, everybody. Keep striking hard out there. And uh, safe travels to anybody who's driving, might be watching the show on YouTube. And uh, let's have a great week starting tomorrow. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.